Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Uh, if uh, you got to go back to the office soon, one of the things you might be dreading is the insufferable co-workers you might have. You know, it's great if you... If you uh, work at a place where everybody gets along, I think that's a fantasy and a lie. But uh, we spend so much time with the people we work with, probably more time with the people we work with than our than our own loved ones. And so uh, with that, just being around someone for long enough, eventually things start to irritate. Right, Lucky? What? I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Um, so people were asked, what's some of the things that uh, drives you nuts about your coworkers? Uh, someone who sips beverages loudly. Again, it, it could start off as a thing you don't really notice. Right. But then over time, is slurping <laughs> their coffee. Um, using the speakerphone for personal calls. Okay. Asking questions while in a neighboring stall. You want to talk about uh, annoying things that happen at work? I just went for a little me time. Right. A quick moment. Right. Who follows me right into the john? Well, I had to go. You can find I out. very rarely go to the bathroom. I, either of us, yeah. No, we don't use that bathroom all that often. <laughs> I, I, although I did have a laugh because <laughs> you were in a stall yeah. that said temporarily out of order. And I didn't see that sign. No idea. I only pictured a dumb and dumber situation <laughs> going on. Well, if, if Gary, the airport manager, is listening, bring a plunger to work. <laughs> Clean up on aisle two. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. You're a good man. Uh, strange eating habits uh, or even sneaky food. Look, I think there should be a rule in the workplace. The microwave is only there to warm up your tea or coffee. Can you not just bring a cold sandwich to work? What do you got to be reheating leftovers from the night before? Yeah. And, and well, it, it's so interesting, too. Although a double-edged sword, I think, because... You know, so many people now, or before, I guess, when they were all at work, uh, although most are back now, but that they were eating at their desk, mm-hmm. right? Like, even if they had a lunchroom, they would just bring it back to their desk mm-hmm. and keep working, check through email and that sort of thing as they were eating, which means if you were in an open office, you know, and other people weren't eating at that time, it's well, I guess it's lunchtime now because right, right. you're now smelling and eating along with them. Um, but on the flip side of that, there were... Times where, you know, you'd have a coworker who would go out for extended lunches right. all the time. Yeah. You know, they'd come back with shopping bags full of stuff. <laughs> you think, wow, I thought you went for lunch. Well, yeah, but I had an hour, so I took every last second of it, maybe a few more. Well, they'll take their hour, and yeah, they'll go grocery shopping, and then they'll bring their food back and sit at the desk right. and, and yeah. still take That's an extra, extra lunch. <laughs> I took my hour, yeah. and then I'll eat here for another half hour. Uh, other things that irritate us at work, someone singing, taking their shoes off, being passive aggressive, talking nonstop about kids and pets. Speaking of the kids thing, that, that was always an irritant with me. Bringing your, anybody who brings their kids to work, Mm. find a babysitter. It's it's a workplace, not a daycare center. (laughs) And everybody's got to, you know, no, no, watch your language around my kid. No, this is, I'm an adult in a work environment. If I want to drop an F-bomb, too bad that Junior is only five. Shouldn't he be in school? <sighs> Selling candies or other treats oh. for hockey or clubs or right. things that your kids are involved in. Uh, pay for your own damn kids. Right. <laughs> my, all of a sudden, your brats are my problem. Cost, i got to pay for my own kids. i got to uh, pay for yours as well. 
You didn't like the uh, Girl Guide cookies when they came around? No. Oh. I ate them. (laughs) (laughs) But in protest. Uh, So, okay. I mean, look, we've been together now almost 10 years. This this January of next year will be be 10. I I gave it 10 months early on. (laughs) But uh, so I'm sure, and I know it's probably... I was happy when I hit 10 days because the person before me didn't make it that long. (laughs) It's always women. They find me creepy. I've had two female co-hosts. They bailed within a week. I don't know. Um, so I'm sure if you dig deep, you'll find there's got to be something about me oh. that irritates you. Boy, I, I mean, know. let's let's just get it. Want to clear the air yeah. while we're here? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. With your sunny disposition that you bring <laughs> every morning, it's so hard to think of anything. You know, with you now, it's um, like even just your breathing. <laughs> Do you have to breathe? Can you? <laughs> the way you breathe, the way you blink, the way you hold your head, everything about you. Hey, a bride taking photos with her bridesmaids in downtown Pittsburgh on Saturday. And Tom Hanks crashed the party. According to her, Tom came up behind them and said, Hey, my name's Tom Hanks. Can I take a photo with the bride? <laughs> She added that she couldn't help thinking about Toy Story when he spoke. The wedding photographer said, we all lost it. The bridesmaid shuffled out of the limo, and he posed with photos and congratulated everyone. And then as fast as he popped in, he was gone. It was just so sweet and fun. That's old Tom for right, you. Right, show up. Yep. You should do that. Just hanging out in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Walk by random wedding parties. Yeah. Hey, can I take a picture with the bride? <laughs> Hi, I'm Craig Van. Can I have a photo with the bride? Can you get away from us? Everyone should do that. Be restraining orders. <laughs> we used to, uh, when we'd drive by a church, you know, everybody, the wedding party's coming out, and everybody said, we would uh, drive by slowly, roll down the window, and said, I knew the bride when she used to like the party. <laughs> Why is she in white? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it works a little different for Mr. Hanks than it does for the common folk. I imagine so. Yeah. So uh, our first day of roaming around without a mask if you don't want to wear it. And I did a little uh, little watching, observing around me. And I would say it's about a kind of a 70 to 80% of people still wearing the masks. And then the the others not. It was interesting to see the, the demographic of the maskless? Right. I was in Costco yesterday, uh, and I, I, I noticed the same as well, actually. Probably, you know, 70% of people had a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and even staff, I would say 90% were masked. Yeah. You, younger people, I noticed at my grocery store, younger people that worked there. Right. Didn't have, uh, didn't some, have it on. Some didn't have it on. Yeah. And, and it was only really younger staff that didn't have it on. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. There was, there was a real demographic of people. Oh, yeah. Not wearing the mask, and they were, I would say, probably early 40s and late 50s and very, very white, yeah. Yeah, You're Karens and Terrys. Right. Uh, You know, it is middle of the day at a Costco. Generally, it's not a a very spread out demographic. No, uh, it it, it was funny, too. There was one guy who was behind me, and he had a, a look on his face like, just try me. He was he's ready, ready for a, a, an altercation. Yeah. And he didn't have a mask on. And he had that look of like, just just try to say something, buddy. And I didn't. I had down. I, I didn't hear anything, to be honest. And, and no, I, no, I didn't hear anything. I think everyone was just you know, respectful, went around their own business, which is basically what they should be doing. Yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'm probably just going to ride it out maybe till, till, uh, 
spring of 2027. Right. <laughs> Just see how things things go. No, I'll probably yeah, probably around uh, April, early April. You know, I mean, let the whole March break thing wrap up and and see how that all plays out. And, I think uh, initially when I when I came out, I was surprised by how many people still had masks on. Mm. But at the same time, if you think about it, you think about the polls that were done and and you know all the talk about those who wanted mass mandates list, lifted. Um, you know, it was around those numbers, mm. like sixty percent of people. I had no problem with mandates and weren't eager to see them lifted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, everybody's playing nice in the sandbox right now, but you know, inevitably, somebody on either side is going to do something stupid. Uh, These uh, two kids, a 12-year-old and an 11-year-old, the 11-year-old driving the car, 12-year-old in the passenger seat, and... uh, they uh, they book it out of Brooklyn in somebody's car. I guess one of their. I don't know. Are they siblings? Are they friends? They haven't said. They said uh, they're, I think they're friends. No, they so won't be anymore. To their parents. <laughs> right. And I'm trying to think of what I would uh, what I would have done with my boys had they pulled that stunt. And I think one of the first things probably would have been uh, a trip to uh, everybody's house that was damaged, right. where I would make them go and knock on the door and apologize. Uh huh. Would start with that. Yeah, they would hate that. So that yes, would, that would be after the beating. There would be a severe beating. Right. Yeah. Once they could walk straight again. Yeah. I mean, what what is the punishment? I, you know, I just don't know. Obviously, grounding. And if he's uh, friends with this other kid, I think I would be severing that friendship. And, and how did they get the car out of the driveway on a Sunday in Brooklyn, where the parents had a swingers party? <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on your kid for a second with all the love making going on. Right. But they made it far, eh? They made it out of Brooklyn and down into they like they made it for a pretty good stretch. And straight down Anderson, uh, down into the uh, across Taunton. I think they they made it to they do 150 kilometers an hour, crazy, which is unbelievable. Yeah, and I don't want to go straight to the, the the cliche of blaming video games on it, but I've seen my kids drive in Fortnite, mm. and it sounds like a very similar venture. Um, and, and I don't know what you do at this point because it, 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 here's. I know from my parenting skills, the lazy side of me says, as much as I'd want to shut down all electronics, ground them to their rooms, mm. I would get tired of the complaining of that within two days, if if even that long. See, and I guess this is probably, and I'm probably guilty of that as well, I'm sure. We have become, I know, I think, so loosey-goosey in raising our kids. Right. There's, there's, there's none of that healthy fear. Now, some some people will say, and parenting experts will say, well, your kids should never fear you. No, they shouldn't. But there's also a respect thing. Like, if I had done this to my father, I'd be so afraid. Oh, man. Know, that even if he took away all my electronics, I wouldn't open my mouth because I knew I was going to get a... Right. Yeah. Know. I don't think I'd worry about the electronics. I'd worry about going home. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to be in the house. Let alone, you know, really what electronics I would have there. Yeah. But I, you know, and I, I just, I think the way that we parent now is it, it, we let the electronics take over so mm-hmm. much, right? Mm-hmm. We, re, we rely on them as to much babysit. as the kids do yeah. to babysit. I, and, and so, you know, you might say, Oh, that's it. I'm shutting the Wi-Fi off, mm. you know, for, you know, the next month. And two days later, you'll be like, well, I can't go without Wi-Fi. What the hell am I doing? Yeah, you know, the old put them in their bedroom. And, and see, the, when, I guess when I was a kid, if if I got grounded and I was in my room, uh, it was just so boring because there was nothing to do. Right. But I would go out of my way to try to be 
pleasant to, because it, screaming and yelling I knew wasn't getting me anywhere. Right. It was only digging me in a deeper hole. Yeah. But, but we fold, I think now. I don't know. My kids don't do that. I know I've, I've banished them to the rooms mm-hmm. and, and said, Hey, whatever you've gotten there is what you've got. Mm-hmm. And, and this is it. You know, what am I going to do now? I'm like, well, you got stuff in there. Yeah. I, I know Figure you do. It out, there yeah. are books. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try opening one for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and you get a lot of that. I, I find. I don't get a lot of the, you know, it, I get a lot of the fight or the pushback initially mm-hmm. until some time is rolled on. They've had enough time to reflect and realize, oh crap, he's not bending on this mm-hmm. one uh, in five minutes. What I, what drives me nuts is when one is in trouble and the other one will turn on the angel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah like yeah. all of a sudden, aren't I the can best? I help you? Love you, Daddy. What is it that I can do to help you in your day now that my brother's in trouble? Yeah. Oh yeah. That drives me nuts. They throw each other under the bus. Oh man. Very quickly. Launch themselves under the bus. And again, I guess you know the stealing of the car. See, that just shows another sign of there being very little to no fear of the parents whatsoever. Mm. You know the idea. Like, geez, I wrote off a car that my dad owned. When I was a licensed driver and I was afraid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I I think I remember when I was a kid, a buddy of mine who would, you know, take his parents' car for a little hmm. a little joyride every now and then. How old, like, would he be? Not that young. I don't think that probably young. 14, No, 15. probably, yeah, a little, little older, older than that. But it would be like if the parents were away. But I, I guess I don't know where these parents were at the time. Were they out at work with the kids on their own? Swinging! <laughs> it was Brooklyn. It's- the world produces enough food to feed everybody on the planet. The problem is distribution. About 821 million people are considered to be chronically undernourished, particularly in Africa and South America. Think about that when you throw away your food tonight. Yeah. Oh, I know. When you see what gets tossed at a grocery stores and banquet halls and restaurants in general, it's, it's just brutal. More than half of your body is not human. Only about 43% of your cells are human cells. The rest are microscopic organisms living inside of you. Wow. Sounds odd. I know what part of me is a microscopic (laughs) organism. (laughs) Still made a couple of kids. (laughs) So you don't believe in this science? Well, now that we're picking and choosing our sciences. (laughs) (laughs) I love, love the meme going around that, you know, now that I'm... I've spent two years as a as a disease expert right. moving to international negotiations. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I don't think I ever knew this. Uh, Wiley Coyote. I always just thought he was Wiley, like the name was Wiley. No, the not. E has a period behind it. It's Wiley yeah. Coyote. Yeah. yeah. His first name is just Wile. Anyhow, uh, we found out now what the E stands for. It's Ethelbert. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't have uh, picked that one. Wild Ethelbert Coyote. Okay. Anyone know what Acme stands for? No. I never found that out. No. Has there ever been a company that took on the name Acme? I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know if you'd want no. their products didn't, you know, exploded at bad times. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a car company going with the, the, the Acme. Uh, Leo Fender. You would probably, uh, maybe you don't know the name, but you know what he invented he invented the Fender Stratocaster electric guitar, one right. of the all-time greats. The Fender Guitar Company. Yeah. The odd thing about old Leo, couldn't actually play guitar. Wow, really? He's a hell of a blower on the kazoo. <laughs> <but> <laughs> 
Yeah, so strange, right? That you would invent something so iconic, so important to music, and you didn't—he didn't know how to play it. Isn't that right. Odd? Well, I guess I, I guess he saw technology and went, "I could improve on that." Mm-hmm, maybe that others had done. Perhaps I, I don't know. The, the similar story I, I remember is something about Lamborghini. Like he was a uh, like a tractor manufacturer, All right? Who wanted to buy or saw a Ferrari and said, oh, I can improve on that and told Ferrari about it. Mm. And he's like, ah, forget it. I don't want to hear you what you said. And so Lamborghini started his own company making cars. Well, at least he could drive the but car. But he could drive the car. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's so strange. Anyhow, we thank Leo for his invention. Uh, giraffes and mice have the same number of vertebrae in their necks. Seven. Really? Yeah. Poor giraffe in that neck, eh? Right. The old joke, what's worse than a giraffe with a sore neck? A centipede with sore feet. <laughs> Loved it when I was a kid. <laughs> right. The longest straight line you could sail around the world without bumping into land would be 32,000 kilometers, a trip from Pakistan through the passage between Madagascar and Africa, between South America and Antarctica, and around to northeast Russia. It's a three-hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of turning on that. No. Like, how a boring sail that would be. Yeah. You know, boats are interesting I, I, in general. Like, you see marinas, and they got these beautiful boats in them. And I had a friend who had a really nice boat. And, uh, you know, when he bought the boat, it was like a houseboat sort of deal, uh, an older one. But he fixed it up really nice. And so I immediately raced out and got little sailor suits for the entire family. We stood at the end of the driveway just waiting for our invite. And so we we went, and we went a few times with them in the summer. Boy, it gets boring fast because all these guys with these big, expensive boats, all they do is they go find a sandbar somewhere. Right. They get waist deep in the water, and they just stand there drinking and peeing on themselves. Mm. That's that's the day. Just standing around. I mean, it's I, listen, I won't say no. Just standing around having a pint, but if if gas prices remain what they are now, yeah. you're, they're not going to leave the marina. No, I know it's 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 too much. It's crazy. But then I guess if you can afford a boat, you can afford the gas. I guess so. Um, migraines are three times more common in women than men. Huh? I know I give Maria migraines all the time. <laughs> so you're told. Yeah. <laughs> and Listerine was marketed. As a feminine hygiene product in 1932. Whoa. Specifically to clean and deodorize your lady bits. Really? Use them down there? Yeah, instead of up there. Think about that while you're gargling this morning. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody happens to know of a fella named Daniel Ford with an E on the end of Ford, uh, a dude from Wales, there is a woman out of England who's looking for him. She's 32 years, 32 years old. Uh, 10 years ago, she went on a vacation to Spain with her friends. They were all drinking and they met these guys at a tattoo shop. Uh, and one of the guys, his name was Daniel Ford. He dared this girl to get his name inked on her rear end. Oh no. He offered to pay for the tat and she went for it. Wow. And that's the last time she ever saw him. <laughs> She was dating someone back then. Really? I don't know if they're still dating. <laughs> and when she showed her boyfriend the tattoo, he thought it was funny. Oh, wow. It's an understanding boyfriend. Well, it's not clear if she's single or even if Daniel is. 
She just knows he lived in Wales back then. <laughs> she really wants to find him? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> right. Um, maybe, maybe she wants him to pay to have it removed. Oh. Uh, she's been on Facebook. She's been on social media looking for him. I bet you his name really isn't even Daniel Ford. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're not going to believe what I made this girl do. <laughs> or maybe it didn't have an E on the end of the time. It's just stretched over the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.